Hey, Shakers, and welcome to Worth Your Salt, the podcast that shakes up your marketing game in the health and wellness industry. Worth Your Salt is brought to you every Thursday by Salt Marketing. Salt Marketing helps health and wellness practitioners build trust and authority to attract a steady stream of inbound wellness seekers. For more information, you can visit us online at saltmarketing.co. I'm your host, Jennifer Oroqua, StoryBrand Certified Guide and Marketing Strategist with Salt Marketing and your host for today's episode of Worth Your Salt. Just a short time ago, wrapping your arms around search engine optimization wasn't entirely complicated. SEO is about producing helpful content, knowing what keywords you wanted to rank for, and getting other respected resources to link to that content. If you could master that, then those search engine results pages were regularly bringing in new clients. But today, artificial intelligence is playing a role in so many things, and SEO isn't immune. We're actually standing at the start line of an entirely new search engine game, AI-assisted and laser-focused on user intent. The great news is that it's opening up opportunities for small businesses who get this right, including those in health and wellness. Here to help us make the most of what's happening as someone who's been with us before on Worth Your Salt, SEO and lead gen strategist, Chrissy Oliverson. Welcome back to Worth Your Salt, Chrissy. Thank you so much for joining me. Awesome. Yeah. Hi. Thank you for having me. It is so great to be back. So Chrissy, first of all, let's talk about how AI has impacted the SEO landscape for small businesses in recent years. I mean, in theory, this is a shift from focusing on keywords to focusing on user intent. So what does that mean in practice? If we go back to when the concept of SEO first started, it was, of course, in reaction to learning that Google had robots crawling content online in an effort to understand which sites were the best sources of of information for their searchers. So what happened very early on was this quick burst of people trying to cheat the system, basically, by Mm. doing things like keyword stuffing and other black hat, as we call them, practices. But the way AI works is the longer that it exists, the smarter it gets. So the more information you feed it, the more information it has to run its calculations and accomplish its task. And now we're a good 10 plus plus years into Google having their algorithms. And with how vast the internet is, you can only imagine how much amount of data being processed and stored we have these days. And all of that data is being gathered by Google and other search engines, um, all their AI tools, and it's being leveraged and used in a way to meet their users' needs. So to your point, it is based on the user intention. That is the number one goal. Meet the needs of the searcher as quickly and precisely as possible. And we used to think of how cookies and pixels, that those are the ways to personalize what our ideal customer was seeing. But now AI is taking that to a new level, really, with personalization and predictive analysis. So what does that mean for small businesses like health and wellness pros who want to connect with their target market? Precision is what it's all about. Being able to precisely target your ideal customer with the right copy, image, video, etc. That's what everyone's chasing. And with the help of AI, small businesses can now reach a level of personalization that was practically impossible before. We have so much more information at our fingertips and tools that are only getting smarter by the day, like we just talked about. So small businesses would do very well to keep their ear to the ground and take advantage of this opportunity. Let's get into some specific examples of how AI is being used to personalize search results for individual users. Yeah, AI algorithms can analyze user behavior, preferences, and historical data to provide personalized recommendations. They also consider 
contextual information to deliver more relevant results. They analyze user location, search history, and other contextual factors to provide personalized search results. For instance, uh, when you're searching something like marriage counseling, the search engine can, can consider the user's location and display nearby therapists instead of general information throughout the world, really. Mm-hmm. And we've also all seen the part in Google when you Google something that says people also ask and it mm-hmm. dis- displays more search results. And as time goes on, that's actually gotten freakishly smarter from what I've noticed. And when you click on one, the ones below it might change depending on what you clicked and all this information just keeps processing. So that's all part of that personalization process and fine tuning the results to hopefully hit the nail on the head of exactly what you're looking for. So. I know I've seen this and some health and wellness professionals are fearful of AI. They're concerned that potential clients or patients will get advice from Dr. Google instead of finding solutions with reputable practitioners. So how would you address that concern? The concern about people relying solely on AI or Dr. Google for health and wellness is definitely valid. However, it's important to recognize that AI can be used as a complementary tool to support reputable practitioners rather than a replacement for their expertise. You can highlight the unique value that human practitioners bring, such as their experience, clinical judgment, empathy, and their personalized care. Emphasize the significance of that human-to-human connection in the wellness process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I also think that As the internet gets older and older, and those of us who were around when it was first invented, we're getting smarter about using it too, right? So I think we're getting better at sort of smelling baloney or at the very least going into it, understanding that when you find something, it might be baloney and you need to do your due diligence to figure out. That's another helpful aspect of AI is that it does actually help weed out the bad information. So with fewer people clicking on any of those non-reputable links or websites, Google will actually put them, push them down in the rankings. Um, and so it's this sort of self-weeding process going on. Interesting. Interesting. All right, Chrissy, you and I need to take a quick sponsorship break. But when we come back, I want to talk about how AI is also affecting content creation. Stay with us. The Worth Your Salt podcast is grateful to our partners and sponsors, including Keep. Keep CRM provides sales and marketing automation for health and wellness businesses, allowing you to organize everything. With Keep, your new leads get personalized interaction from you without it taking up your time. Once those leads become clients, Keep CRM creates a frictionless customer journey at a level that makes your clients say, You just get me. Trustworthiness, dependability, and expertise are what matters to consumers in health and wellness, and 44% of them say they won't buy if you don't follow up quickly. Much more than just another email platform, Keep provides the marketing, sales, e-commerce, and customer lifecycle tools you need to create strong relationships. As your Keep certified partner, the Salt Marketing team will guide you to the Keep CRM solution that works for you. Download your copy of Keep's comprehensive guide to lifecycle marketing at saltmarketing.co slash keep. That's saltmarketing.co slash K-E-A-P to get the peace of mind that comes from an organized, personalized, automated workflow. We're back here on the Worth Your Salt podcast with SEO and lead gen strategist Chrissy Oliverson. And Chrissy, I think as content strategists ourselves, we have to mention the role AI is now playing in content creation. So what are we seeing relative to AI for health and wellness pros in this area? I mean, to put it plainly, 
AI can just create your content for you. Uh, This isn't always the best thing in the world, and we can get into that in a second, but it's definitely a very valuable tool for small business owners in the health and wellness space specifically. First of all, small businesses are just that. They don't have a lot of resources to devote to a time-consuming process of keeping up with a blog or a website and creating content. Um, AI can cut that in half if you let it. But the other side of it is that with health and wellness companies, it can be really hard to know what to write about. That's a huge pain point that I hear a lot from clients is this issue of just not knowing what to say or what to talk about. And a lot of the issue there is that you forget how much you know versus how much the layperson might know. Um, But it is also creatively draining to have to think about new topics, ideas, angles, et cetera. And AI can help with all of that. Interesting. Are there any ethical considerations that small businesses should be aware of when incorporating AI into their strategies? Absolutely. (laughs) Ethically speaking, it is important to be aware of a couple of things. Um, One of those things is obviously privacy. You need to be extra diligent on your website with making sure people know what data you're collecting and provide them an opportunity to opt in or out of participating. That kind of transparency is not only going to help you stay compliant with the laws of online privacy, but it also positions your company as just a trustworthy, reputable website that you're not trying to trick people. Um, And another component of AI that can get a little sticky as far as ethics go is just making sure that your content is unique if you're using AI to generate it. Um, A lot of the most reputable AI generators already do check for plagiarism and other intellectual property protections. So you just want to make sure that you're using those tools. So how does AI impact competition among small businesses within the SEO landscape? Does it level the playing field or are there new challenges out there? AI absolutely creates new opportunities for health and wellness practitioners specifically. Uh, From CRM tools to on-page chatbots, you can increase the time someone spends on your website by sending them personalized content and interacting with them in a way that feels natural and conversational. Mm -hmm. And so how can AI assist health and wellness practitioners in targeting their ideal audience through local search? Oh, yeah. So AI can analyze local search patterns and use behavior to help you optimize your online presence for local search. So AI algorithms can identify relevant keywords, phrases, and location-specific information that can improve the visibility of a practitioner's websites in local search results. So AI-powered analytics platforms can also give us great insights into preferences and demographics and search behaviors of your local audience around you specifically. And that helps us better understand your target audience. We can segment them based on all of that criteria and then tailor your marketing to that understanding. Brilliant. I love it. All right. It's time for another quick break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Worth Your Salt podcast. And today we're talking with SEO and lead gen strategist Chrissy Oliverson about how small businesses in health and wellness can take advantage of artificial intelligence tools to connect with an ideal target market. We'd love to hear your thoughts. So be sure to join us over on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook, and let us know how you're using AI to market your business. So Chrissy, before the break, we were talking a little bit about local search. Are there any specific AI-powered tools or platforms that are particularly beneficial for health and wellness practitioners in terms of local search optimization? Yes, there are several AI-powered tools and platforms that can benefit health and wellness practitioners in terms of local search optimization goes. 
These tools can help practitioners improve their online visibility, reach a wider audience, and attract more of their local customers. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is AI-powered chatbots. Um, by incorporating local search optimization techniques into chatbot interactions, you can provide location-specific information to users and then increase your chances of connecting with those local customers. Um, there's also AI-driven platforms available that specialize in local SEO. Uh, these tools analyze local search trends, keywords, and competition to help health and wellness pros optimize their website content and their meta tags and online hashtags and all that. Um, they can also provide insights on improving the website's visibility and local search results, which can be crucial for health, health and wellness practitioners targeting those specific geographic areas. Mm -hmm. um, AI can also help you generate high quality, locally focused content specific to the challenges that you solve. Hmm. Um, they can provide topic suggestions, uh, help create blog posts or articles, optimize for local search keywords, and ensure that the content aligns with SEO best practices, which is one awesome part of it is it helps you optimize things automatically. So when you regularly publish relevant and optimized content, you can improve your organic search visibility and attract a local audience all at the same time. That's a lot. <laughs> this is a lot. Very powerful. <laughs> so can you share any examples of small businesses that have effectively utilized AI in their SEO strategies to achieve results? Yeah, we have a number of real life examples where AI has been successfully integrated into marketing practices to help people reach their ideal target market. Um, AI can assist in content creation, like we talked about, data analysis and more. Uh, Rank Science is one example of these tools. It's an AI-driven SEO platform that helps businesses optimize their search engine rankings. Um, the platform uses machine learning algorithms to automate and optimize on-page SEO elements like we talked about. So headings, meta tags, um, and all that good stuff. And by leveraging AI, small businesses have been able to improve organic search visibility, increase website traffic, and achieve higher rankings in search engine results pages. Outstanding. So how do you foresee the role of AI and SEO evolving for small businesses in the future? Yeah, I see small business owners being able to do more and honestly compete at a different level than ever before. Uh, AI-powered tools are going to continue helping us analyze large amounts of data to identify the most relevant keywords for the industry and the audience. Um, AI natural language processing algorithms are going to get better and better at providing recommendations for creating user and SEO-friendly content in a variety of formats. I think we're going to see more AI-powered voice search capabilities that will help small businesses rank higher in voice search results and capture voice search traffic. Um, I also think small businesses are going to be able to get better and better insight into competitor keywords, um, backlink profiles, and content strategies that help refine SEO efforts and stay competitive. So how can small businesses that don't have extensive resources or technical expertise get started incorporating AI into their SEO practices? First, obviously, educate yourself. Um, and this podcast is a great place to start, right? right? <laughs> Um, but get a basic understanding of AI and what it can do for you and your optimizing. Um, familiarize yourself with the concepts, benefits, terminologies. And then as you're learning, you'll come across a wide variety of AI-powered uh, SEO tools that cater specifically to small businesses. 
um, many of which have super user-friendly interfaces and require minimal technical expertise. Um, you may also want to consider partnering partnering with um, AI experts or agencies that can specialize in SEO and AI-driven mm -hmm. solutions. Um, these kinds of experts can guide you through the process, help you choose the right tools, provide customized recommendations for your unique practice and service. Um, honestly, outsourcing certain AI-related tasks can actually be really cost-effective and save you a lot of time and effort. For sure. So I feel like we need to address the human element here. Like success doesn't just come from AI or these software programs. So I just want to touch on the need for for valuable and original content to fill those gaps in the digital landscape. We we really need that human touch to make that happen, right? Don't we? Uh, yes, we do. And I'm really <laughs> glad you brought it up because it's sort of the elephant in the room. Um, it's just really important to talk about, especially because there's a lot of fear surrounding the ability to beat your competition when every if everyone's using AI, then how can you stand up above the rest? Um, and there's also this element of fear around AI just replacing humans entirely, right? So the truth will always remain, though, that no one can replicate you, right? Your experiences, your personal insight, your interpretation. So with the integration of AI into your marketing practices, you should also just lean heavily into what it is that sets you apart from your competition. And that's going to end up being things like your data, the results that you've gotten specifically, your customer and client reviews, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And your brand and your identity, your messaging and voice. I think those things always need to remain unique in the marketplace for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, Chrissy, if I want to connect with you and find out more about you and about your SEO work, where can I go? You can find me on LinkedIn, Christine Oliverson. And of course, a link to Chrissy's LinkedIn and the tools we've talked about today will be over on our website at saltmarketing.co. But right now, Chrissy, it is time for our lightning round questions. These are a few quick questions I like to ask of every guest. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm ready. All right. First question is, what is the best book you've read recently? Okay. You know this one. You recommended it to me. And it was great. <laughs> <laughs> the Middle Finger Project. I read a lot of nonfiction books. I very rarely read fiction and that one still stood out. I loved it so much. So thank you for that recommendation. All right. Next question. What is your favorite thing about the work that you do? So working with small businesses has become a huge passion of mine. I actually didn't even go to college for marketing, but I've learned that I have this passion within me for helping small businesses. And when the things that I do, the digital marketing, specifically the SEO, if I can actually make a direct impact to the bottom line of a small business, it just, that's everything for me. That's the fuel for my fire. I love that. Me too. I relate. So uh, next question, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? So this one, I heard a quote. I don't know. I was a teenager, I think. And it has always, always, always stuck with me. It's from the amazing Maya Angelou. I hope I didn't get it wrong, but this is from memory. Uh, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Great outlook. All right, last question. Who or what inspires you? That's tough because everything. <laughs> I get inspiration from so many things. I listen to books or I, I read books and listen to them. I listen to podcasts, my family, my friends. I'm always trying to learn and grow. So it's a little bit of everything for me. Outstanding. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Worth Your Salt, Chrissy. Yeah, thanks for having me. 
also want to thank our listeners and let you know that if you're ready for your Worth Your Salt debut, tell us about your expertise by emailing us at grow at saltmarketing.co. Of course, be sure to subscribe at saltmarketing.co slash worth your salt so you never miss an episode. And finally, leave us a review or give the show a handful of stars wherever you get your content. That's all for this episode of Worth Your Salt. We'll be back with a new episode next Thursday. In the meantime, let's get out there and shake things up. Oh, 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 oh